I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast. The one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The show where we're recording a third one in one day. Heck yeah. Which is, which is new for us. Very new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually we just do one or two and we got, we got, a, little, uh, got a little juice in the tank. Well, I guess it makes sense partially because... Both of them have been like under an hour. So technically we're we're still spending the same amount of time, but we're just splitting it into three different topics. So yeah, we're milking content. (laughs) Yeah. Another video guys. Wow. How about you do something different? Okay. Sorry, mom. Didn't know you were watching the podcast. Have to (laughs) insult me. Let's go get a job. Maybe I will. Fuck around and yeah. find out. What are we talking about today, Zachary? Today, we're going to be talking about YouTube exit strategies. I knew this kind day of, would come when Zach would finally quit, but... uh, Finally quitting. We're here. Today's the day. We're here we've arrived. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into exactly what we're talking about, you know, when we get there. Absolutely. But, um, I do got to bring something up that... It's very, very near and dear to my heart. Oh, and I feel like I feel like everybody else needs to needs to hear this. Mm. Um, for only thirty dollars a day, you can support a need child in need in Africa. This isn't the right. And you sent me the wrong script. What the? F- the wrong, wrong ad. Sorry, that was for our uh, new podcast, another Facebook podcast. <laughs> But unfortunately, that kind of got mixed in with the YouTube podcast ads. I'm sorry, bro. It's okay. It's okay. Let me... Didn't mean for that. Let me pull up the right thing. Okay, I found right. it. I found it. Our sponsor day is Awesome Creator Academy. Whoa. The YouTube starter kit. We're doing something different today, boys. If you're getting started on YouTube, you have just a little bit of money to throw around. Why not check out the YouTube starter kit? For only $99, you get $1,500 of value in dozens of downloads from templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, channel artwork, in cards and lower thirds, royalty-free background music fonts, and more. Pay one price and have unlimited access to future downloads as they come out. Check out the link in the description or the show notes. And in doing so, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. Mice bien sir, Sivu in Aves pass $100 Et Q vos suhates to jores. <laughs> so tenor si podcast. <laughs> vos puves devenir on part part partisan su anchor. Sir anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube dash podcast. Vu povez decider de nues su tenere. Financiarment a one dollar, five dollar, u ten dollar par moes et news lirons votre num surle podcast. BNK nuez por voins diver si podcast pendant tres long temps. Plus nuez avon disutien financier. Plus il nuez sera facil de maintenir un. Calendar coherent. 
Gracias, senor Aden. That was in French. Um, <laughs> oh, that was in French? <laughs> I went to Google Translate and uh, and put that bitch in there. And I you know it was I, Spanish. Oops. <laughs> look at this. This is what I had to read, Zachary. Look at this. Yeah. Hopefully you got something out of that. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm glad we're talking about exit strategies today. That's going to be very helpful. Thank you to Awesome Creator Academy for the affiliate sponsor, as always. Yeah. Shout out to Anchor for giving us an awesome place to put our shit. You're, um, you're I epic. Do, you're very epic. I do mean shit. In French uh, and in English. <laughs> we're, we're multilingual in this bitch. Uh, man. Anyway, man. quitting, right? Anyway, the so thing quitting, we've been trying to do. Quitting YouTube is a thing that I actually hold very near and dear to my heart. Exactly. Uh, it is a, it's like the Mount Everest of goals. Uh-huh. And one day I'm going to climb that damn mountain. But until then, I figured we could talk about other people's exit strategies from YouTube. On YouTube. Heck yeah. So this and topic I, kind of came about from a, a video Zach had sent me from yeah. Vsauce3 host, Jake Roper. Jake Roper, the man. This is uh, his personal channel, not on Vsauce3. And it's just this uh, this little quaint little video called My YouTube Exit Strategy. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Been watching this man's content on and off, not real, not religiously or anything. But I found out about the personal channel. I was just looking around, watching some shit, and I saw this video. And then Zach, of course, had recommended to me later. But uh, it's it's a nice little video because it it brings up an idea that I feel like is often pushed aside a little bit, especially if you've been doing YouTube like we have for a pretty long time. This idea of what if it doesn't all work out or when will I know it's time to move on type of questions. Uh, and for and for Jake, it's not so much that, that things are, are going poorly or failing at all. Man's doing very well for himself. Yeah. It's that he wants to transition the creative work he does from YouTube to something like TV or film because that's his overall passion, his main passion. YouTube right. was just kind of a, a stepping stone for him, which makes sense. Uh, but it brought up this question in our own heads of like, this is really interesting, and it's so awesome that he like decided to be upfront and honest about that. And so it kind of got us thinking over here at, at another YouTube podcast, like, well, what are YouTube exit strategies look like, and how would we go about them? And is it too early to think about stuff like this, or not early enough? You know, so we're just mm-hmm. gonna kind of talk about it. All casual and all candid and honest and shit. Candid? Let me put on some clothes. No, um Wait, you were naked? Yeah, are you are you are you not? Um Yeah. Totally. I, uh, totally. Every time I record these <clears throat> podcast episodes, I strip completely down to the nude. Mm. And uh you know, let it all let it all hang out so that I can get as honest as possible. Yeah. When you're when you're not clothed, you're at your most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I thought we agreed to that in twenty seventeen. But I guess 
Guess I've been bamboozled. <laughs> Who's calling? Hello? Yeah, I'm looking for like a new like podcast host, honestly. This one's broken. This one's defective. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that again. It's the naked thing again. I don't know. I don't know why I keep getting the naked ones always. But it's it's very concerning. And that keeps happening. Oh! Alright, Zach, you're you're listening to this. You meant to mute my mic on that one. Yeah. Are you saying anything interesting? You do that a lot, actually. Or just the the naked thing again, honestly. I got clothes I on. Don't worry, bro. I I, I, I put clothes on for you. Whew. You know. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, bro. Won't be as vulnerable this episode, but anyways. <laughs> Glad uh, you thought about me. YouTube exit strategy is something I've thought about for a long time. Uh, and I think the reason is a lot of old YouTubers that I watched... Um, they always talked about using YouTube as a stepping stone to something bigger and greater. Right. It's weird though, because as YouTube has evolved, as online video content, online content in general has evolved uh, as an industry, uh, it's almost like, I mean, there are film and TV people that are making YouTube channels now. Right. So there's the opposite happening. I think it might be a a bit of a generational gap, honestly. Because I think for a certain group of people, like Jake, who had started YouTube at such an early point when the platform was still new, um, that it makes sense from his perspective that this was just like a thing to do to get to the next stage. Because at that point uh-huh. in time, YouTube was not much of anything big at all. I mean, it was just kind of like... The company started from like a couple of PayPal executives, and yeah. one of them filmed the first YouTube video of him at the zoo making a penis joke about an <laughs> elephant trunk. Yep. Not joking on that one. Uh, and There's from a there, it, short for you. it was kind of just a casual, a casual thing, right? Where people would upload videos and talk in front of the camera. Some people definitely had aspirations for fame or business or whatever, but there, there really wasn't like a good pathway to success yet. Yeah. Um, and now here we are in, in 2021 where YouTube is the number two biggest search engine. It's getting millions and billions of videos. We're seeing new features like YouTube shorts and you can get monetized now by only having like, what is it? 3,000, 3,000 hours or 4,000 hours of watch time and 1,000 subscribers. Yeah. Like a clear obtainable path. That's easy to do, and, and people have gotten so much better, and there's been all this tech and money and stuff invested into it. It's almost a thing now where, like, for a lot of people growing up in, in more of uh, this newer generation, this is the something greater. This is the yeah. the achievement. This is the high point. Film and TV are, like, a nice added bonus, but it's not the thing that a lot of people are really, like, wanting to do. They want to do YouTube. They want to do Twitch. They want to do online content creation. Partially because that that barrier to entry is so much easier, but also it's just like it's what a lot of people watch, you know. Yeah. Like most people growing up aren't going to be watching TV as much or their movies as much. It's going to be mainly YouTube videos and online content creators, and it's very easy to get inspired that way creatively. And even when you look at traditional media, YouTube produces movies and TV shows for their YouTube Premium. They exactly. have right like. There are big, uh, big influential people like Joe Rogan, 
who had a podcast on YouTube and now he's being bought out. Now he's been bought out by Spotify. It's getting paid millions of dollars to just do his podcast on Spotify. Um, there are numerous creators and celebrities, influencers, entrepreneurs that use YouTube and online content as the platform and some of it like gets them better opportunities and bigger deals. There's certain definitely like some vloggers that go on to be actresses, but they still make YouTube content. There's a um there's a comedian that I follow and I found on YouTube and he's got a Netflix special now. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um he literally <laughs> created his own version of a Netflix special because they shut him down like two years ago. So it is definitely like still a stepping stone to other things. And I think now as YouTube, I, I don't think YouTube's going around for anytime soon, but I also don't think it's in its final form yet. I agree. And so I, I think right now as traditional media is starting to take a backseat to everything else, um, we still have the opportunities of both, right? Yeah. You can still take full advantage of YouTube and Twitch and podcasts and Instagram and TikTok and whatever, but you can also take advantage of being on TV shows, being on talk shows, being on movies, reality TV, uh, you know, books. Like there's still like all these other traditional media things that you can do and make a lot of opportunities with. And so I, I get it why some people would want an exit strategy. I think a lot of it too has to do with the ambitions, right? Like what are you ultimately trying to accomplish? Yeah. Because I think that's sure. different from everybody. Uh, LGR, the channel that I, I put in the top 50 YouTubers list and uh, still someone I watch every new video they put out does like retro computer stuff and game reviews and whatever. But mm-hmm. it's very chill and well put together, a vibe I'm trying to emulate type of shit. Uh, and he was asked on a Q&A, not terribly long ago, maybe about a year ago or whatever, of, of this question where it's like, what do you want to do like after LGR? Do you want to do like a convention, a museum, a movie, a TV show, whatever? And dude was just straight up honest. He's like, I just want to do YouTube, man. Yeah, and this is someone who's like at a million subs, someone who is at the height of his attention, right? Someone who could do whatever he wanted to the opportunities like are available for him, but he gets joy out of sharing things online to a public audience. And this is the best way he can do that for free with no other creative limits. Talk about whatever you want and have guaranteed money coming in from it too. Like for some people, that's all, that's all they need. Right. I I feel like as long as I was personally creatively satisfied and enjoyed what I was doing, that I could see that being all I need potentially right um but i'm not i'm not at that point yet where where i can rule out any possibility just because uh for as long as me and zach have been around we are still so very 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 early so Mm -hmm. it's almost like take what we say with a grain of salt just because we are so very early on in all of this um to really make a call you know one way or another (laughs) it's it's weird because when you think of the greatest when you think of legacy right 
I think a lot of people that think of these YouTube exit strategies or are thinking of their future and stuff, they're thinking of legacy. And it's mm. like, you look at film, the film industry, you look at somebody like Quentin Tarantino, the man's made like nine movies. That's it. He's going to make one more, I think. And then he's done with, with movies. He might get into TV or something, but it's like his legacy is going to be so clear cut as the dude that made 10 really banging films, right? Right. Or somebody like Kendrick Lamar. He he did a lot of mixtapes when he was younger that, you know, aren't publicly available anymore or, you know, at least aren't point point being he's put out like four really great albums and he'll probably continue to put out albums, but he's not doing it at a breakneck pace right now. He hasn't put an album out in 3 years. And it's like it's because he's thinking about legacy. Um, and so it makes me wonder, like, as someone who thinks about legacy and achievement a lot in my life, um, like, is is doing YouTube videos, is that big enough to solidify me as, like, you know, an important creator in history? Right. Um Maybe it, and, and, and trust me, like, I know I don't need to be that. I don't. Uh, but there's still part of me that wants to be, you know, wants to have that legacy. And I think anybody that's super ambitious about their creator, you know, their creations, like, thinks that too. So it's like, do I need to go out and make a movie then? Do I need to write a book? Do I need to make a game? Do I need just to do something that's, like, big um, so that... You know, I'm not forgotten about in 10 years, right? Right. It's a legitimate it's, question to ask, I think. Uh, I think so. And and one that only is going to be harder the further you go into it, where you've done YouTube for, let's say, 10 to 20 years. And then you're like, all right, well, I've kind of accomplished everything I wanted to do. What's that next step? Um, what I want to be remembered for the later part of my life, right? What I want yeah. to accomplish then. And then it gets into questions of like what, what that looks like and then what's what's good for you. I know for, for Jake in this instance, in this video, man's wanted to direct for a really long time. Man loves being behind the camera, being involved in these big productions. He likes the social aspect of it. He likes talking to people, building something together, that creative collaboration likes not having to deal with YouTube ads and sponsorships and the trying to get a video out at a breakneck speed kind of like attitude that YouTube has and really wants to spend yeah. a long time on, on one thing. And I can, I can say like YouTube is not an ecosystem for everybody. It's not one that encourages a lot of really well-made videos. A lot of the time uh, we talked not even that long ago about like how a lot of YouTube videos are filler and the reason for that, from an algorithmic standpoint, is because it's more important to get out something to keep people on the platform rather than to put out something that will keep people remembering it, per se. Um, and that gets into a huge like debate of, like, well, is YouTube art or is it lesser art than a film? And I, I can't say one way or another. Mm -hmm. I have very different opinions on both. Um but that's not what we're deciding here. We're deciding, like, as a creator, is film that exit strategy? Is books that exit strategy? And uh, thinking about legacy definitely plays a huge part into it. I think you're right, 100%.
Yeah, and I think it's also important to mention that, like, even if you get out of doing YouTube and you go do, like, some bigger, greater thing in your eyes, uh, you know, there is the saying it's, it's never, it's not always greener on the other side, right? Like, um, there, there's that thing where, like, Martin Scorsese, another, like, popular filmmaker, uh, he has a thing where he talks about he makes a movie for himself and then he makes a movie for his audience. He makes a movie for himself. He makes one for his audience. One for me, one for you. One for me, one for you. And a lot of people recommend doing that with YouTube so that you don't get burnt out and you do feed the algorithm and your audience what they need. Um, but it's like a lot of that stuff isn't going to just go away because you're off at YouTube. Um, we, we are a very algorithm-driven society now. And that's because of the internet. Uh, I watched a video earlier um, from a guy named Nathaniel Drew. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. I've heard of his channel before. Yeah, yeah. he's he's like one of those productivity dudes. Um, oh same like Matt Diavella and uh, that that kind of thing. Anyways, he made he made a video on his second channel and he was talking about algorithms and the YouTube algorithm Can and stuff. You go? And it's like we didn't even used to use the word algorithm unless we were talking about math. Yeah. And now, like... <laughs> calculator. Now we just talk about... like Now algorithm is just word used in our regular conversations if you're even barely a part of YouTube. Even if you don't understand how, how it works. Like, you're using the term algorithm. And that's crazy. But, like, that's not going to go away if you go to another industry anymore. Because right. everything is driven by that now. You're just replacing one set of rules for another one. Exactly. That's a really elegant way to put it. I, I, there will always be limitations. Yeah. There's always going to be restrictions. There's always going right. to be a part of creative work that you don't like. There's always going to be a little bit of like, I'm not 100% satisfied and I want to work on things forever, but like you can't, right? Yeah. So you have to, you have to try a lot of things and you have to uh, stay committed to something, even if you don't necessarily like every aspect of it. It's just kind of life, right? Even if yeah. you hate dealing with certain people and certain things, you do it. Uh, in the hopes that you can spend time doing shit you really love, you know? I also think back on, like, some of the world's most influential people, like Leonardo da Vinci and Benjamin Franklin, where, like, they're known for very specific things, but they also did, like, hundreds of thousands of different things in their lifetime that, like, we don't even know about mm -hmm. um, or barely hear about. So it's, you know, you... you you could do YouTube videos and that could be your career and that could be your livelihood or whatever. And you could still go out and make a movie and it be the thing people know you for. Um, so I think there's a way to have your cake and eat it too. I mean, it's part of the reason we do so many projects, right? Yeah. It's part of the reason where 100%. we're like, yes, me and Zach are probably first and foremost YouTube based creators, but that didn't like, take away from the fact that we also do a Let's Play channel or a podcast or comedy music. Comedy music's a great example mm -hmm. where if I die and make a movie, I'm probably going to be remembered for that movie, but then somebody who's really into just Aiden, right, and want to make like a biography about Aiden, they can be digging through the vault and be like, wait a minute, <laughs> he made fucking comedy music? Wait, he made a pro-Jared musical? Who's pro-Jared? And then like that's going to be a fun... <laughs> a fun little adventure of discovery for people to be like yeah. digging through the digging through the real real backlog the real meat Aiden content right that, uh, 
people didn't see a whole lot of at the time. So I, I think of like, I'm not going to be remembered for my comedy music. I'm not going to be remembered for Let's Plays. I'm probably not even going to be remembered for mostly game review YouTube stuff. But I do all of that not because of legacy, but because I enjoy doing it now in the moment. Um, and that's very important. I don't think you should, at least not 100%, live for the future and what people will think of you when you're dead. Because that's just very stressful and almost anxiety-ridden. Like, you almost have to, at least in some sort sort of fashion, uh, do what you enjoy doing now and, and love doing that and say fuck the future and whatever happens happens right you have no control over what people are going to think of you at the end of the day definitely you'd hope you'd hope people like you and you made a piece of art that impacted people you can't you can't force that on anyone so so it's what's really nice about this jack roper video is that jake. he's jake roper my bad jack <laughs> jack Sorry, it's Jack's films actually. Uh, <laughs> Jack's films, bro. Love no, him. the 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 Jake Roper video. What's really nice about it is he is very positive about it. Mentions that he's given himself a year to like continue doing YouTube, and he even mentions like he'll never like be done with YouTube. He just won't be making as much. Um, I'll by the fun. way, I think like good old Vsauce one, my man Michael. Like I think he's basically already taken the YouTube exit strategy because he only puts out a video every once in a while. Pretty much, yeah. It's similar things with, like, John Tron. Like, so there's already big YouTubers that are, you know, not pumping a lot of their time and energy into YouTube. Uh, but I did want to talk about the negative side of YouTube exit strategy for just a, just a minute. Just because okay. we've talked about this on the podcast before. Good old friend McJuggernuggets. Oh. Uh, he... Are you sure this is a negative? This might be a positive. <laughs> in your mind, I mean, it's, it's a little vindication for us, I feel like. But he um, he put all of his time and money and energy into an app called Storyfire, which he was branding as a YouTube alternative. And he was upset that YouTube was demonetizing him for doing demonetizable things. Uh, he made this app... He, Stopped uploading to YouTube entirely and was like, Storyfire's making me so much more money than YouTube. And now he's like tweeting that it's not all candy and rainbows because there's like not many people using his app. Nobody investing in it, giving more um, money to do it type shit. Yeah. Which I thought like, that, go ahead. On the one hand. It entirely devoid of exit strategy stuff for just one second. Yeah, uh, yeah for it. I really wish people would stop trying to like reinvent the wheel in terms of platforms. Just personally, right? Like Yeah, I agree. Twitter is established, YouTube is established, they have their problems for sure. Competition is a good thing for sure, but 99% of like crowdfunded platforms are platforms that are reactionary. So I'm making this because Twitch did that, I'm making this cuz YouTube did that. Yeah. Uh, they all fail and waste a lot of people's times and, and money and even worse, paint a real bad image for creators who, who had dedicated that amount of time to try something new on that platform yeah. and ended up losing out on potential growth elsewhere. That's all scummy. That's all stuff that I wish people would stop doing. Hopefully he'll learn his lesson from that. But on a, on a YouTube exit strategy point, back on topic here a little bit, 
he really wanted this to be like his thing to to leave YouTube from so he can manage his own little little platform here. And uh don't think he had thought through it entirely before making no. that jump and decision. So that that sucks for him. <laughs> when you look at the people that have like used Storyfire and I downloaded it cuz I heard from Boogie2988 about it cuz they're friends for some reason. Um he's friends with Keemstar too, so it makes sense. Uh, uh, anyways, I downloaded Storyfire and like, you can't even upload videos right out the gate. You have to like upload some written posts and then eventually you can upload videos. So there's like this weird, like barrier to entry on the app. He's marketing it to people on YouTube and it was almost like, I mean, I'm just saying it was almost like he created the app so that he could get his viewers to watch his videos on there so he could make more money and promise something that most people weren't even going to be able to engage in. Right. And that's really scummy. Um, So I think like that's obviously not to do a YouTube exit strategy. Like you said, don't be reactionary to the platforms because it it doesn't, doesn't work. Like you try to fix one problem. There's a thousand other problems that YouTube is trying to fix every single day. Right. Like, if you have an idea that for a platform that's, like, really well thought out and it comes out of a desire to, like, you want to do it for fun and you think you could offer something, like, feel free. Yeah. But the type of shit I've seen so much is just, like, I'm going to make an anti-YouTube. But in order to do that, I'm going to rely on YouTube to spread the word and, and create the drama. I'm like, you've already kind of failed. Yeah. You've already yeah. kind of failed if it's, like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it by using my competitor and drum up energy. Like, you're giving more time and effort to them. Uh, but that's, again, I don't want to show on him all I do, but I don't want it to be the entire <laughs> podcast. For sure, so. for sure. <laughs> have to move on, unfortunately. What are some other examples of, like, bad exit strategy ideas that have happened or could happen? I, I, I think there's probably, like, I mean, there's a very, like, unrecorded history of people leaving youtube because they didn't make it right right like there's so many creators every single day that post their last video and they're just done and uh it's sad it's it it really is disappointing because a lot of people like that do youtube i'm not gonna say a lot of people there's a there's a decent amount of people on youtube that have the potential and are making good content um, or even just like better than average content, like they could be going somewhere, but for whatever reason, they lost the motivation. Uh, they heard something from somebody and it got them to stop using the platforms, whatever it may be. Um, there's there, I, I feel like, I feel like you could, you could always do YouTube as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And if you continue doing it, you're going to get better at it. And as you continue getting better at it, like. You know, you can actually make some kind of money off of it. I feel like everybody has that potential. Um, and and it's it's like, there's some people where I'd be like, yeah, go all in on YouTube. But uh, not everybody has to do that. And I think they still could find some success in the long, like, 10, 20 year, like, journey. Of it, right? Or at yeah. least learn some skills that are valuable to get a job somewhere else that requires those skills like that's exactly. a pretty good exit strategy right yeah like yeah, you do definitely. youtube and you do content creation you have a resume of talent and somebody hires you to work on a tv deal or 
editing social media stuff for other people, like, wow, you know, you turn yeah. nothing into something, you know? And yeah, I uh, mean, if, if YouTube wasn't your passion to begin with and you were just doing it for fun anyway, like, sure, might as well. I think so. I mean, I've been doing YouTube for 10 years. Like, this is my 10th year. And, uh, like, that's crazy to think about. But, like, I'm, I'm in it for the long run, like, the long haul. And um, I'm okay with that. And I'm doing other stuff in the meanwhile to get my bills paid. And, like, you know, things aren't moving as fast as I'd like them to be. But I know that when I get the opportunity to move things faster, like, then it'll be it'll be go time, you know? Right. Um, the good thing, though, is through these 10 years, like, I have learned an enormous amount of skills that I would not have learned anywhere else. Um, that have been extremely valuable to my life and to my career. Mood. Mood. That's, uh, that makes it worth it a lot of the time. I think so. More than anything. <laughs> do you personally, do you have a YouTube exit strategy? Have you thought about it? Is it something that like you have realized or um, true thoughts? In a lot of ways, YouTube was a pathway or a gateway to other things, mm-hmm. um, to meet new people, right? It's kind yeah. of a thing to improve my skill set. That's another kind of thing that YouTube like allowed me to do, um, to try out new pieces of technology because I'm very obsessed with that sort of stuff and spend way too much money. Um so that that's a pathway, right? Mhm. And then it's it's felt like recently that pathway is is to the group, right? Is yeah. is YouTube is a cool thing to do, yes. But it got me in the door to meeting so many wonderful people that could potentially go farther from this group and do other crazy things down the road. Um, and that's not so much an exit strategy as, as it is like me using YouTube and leveraging it for different things. Like back when Blue Catch Productions was starting, as a high schooler, right? Just graduated. Mm-hmm. Didn't know if I wanted to do college or whatever. Let's try and see. And then I got an audience and then Blue Catch Productions became about like, forming a community. I'm going to use Blue Catch Productions to form a community of people to talk to. And so on and so forth. So I've always used YouTube for for different things and achieving different goals and and whatever. Um but it, but in terms of I've just straight up like where would I need to be at to potentially exit or do something else? It it'll it'll be a thing where it's like I'll know in the moment more than likely. Like it'll be like I'll I'll reach that point where I'm like yeah, I'm good. I'm good, honestly. I'm, I'm happy sure. with what I've put out. I'm happy with what I've created. And now I'm ready to go on and, and do something else. Uh, something probably creative more than likely, just because I, I picture if I do quit YouTube in some form or fashion, that that drive to create stuff just isn't, isn't going to disappear. No, um, I, I, I doubt it. But what that looks like right now, what that next greener pasture is, but I have no fucking idea. You know, like, <laughs> it could fair. be so many different things, and I'll and I'll know it in the moment. But uh, yeah. it'll it'll be a little bit before I get to that point. 
cool. What about you? I've uh, I've definitely thought about it. it it's, but, but also like, I, I I think I'm like so content with making YouTube content that my ambitions get ahead of my desire to just make YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. So like, like, does that like make sense? Like, I get you. I get you. Like, like, yes, I do want to make a film one day. And like, I've mentioned, like, I want to write a book. I want to make some albums and like, I want it to be like really good quality, like make like, like art that people appreciate on a higher level. Uh, but like on the complete flip side, like, dude, I, I, I love making videos on YouTube. Like I just, I just love everything about it to the point Mm -hmm. where I like, even if it's not just yin, even if it's not just doing this podcast or whatever else I'm doing now, like I dead ass feel like I could just make YouTube videos till I die and be okay with it. Yeah. And, um, that's, that's weird. It's kind of crazy, but like, I don't know. It, It is, um, it's just been a part of me so much since I was 16. And, uh, yeah. As far as, like, legitimate exit strategy, though, I feel like I'm almost looking for that exit strategy in my client video editing stuff. Oh, yeah. Which is I'm related to on, YouTube. Which is, I mean, the only reason I'm able to get into video editing for other people is by doing it for myself for so long. Right. But like I'm looking into scaling my business so that I can make money from that, get to the point where I have enough people working for me and with me to where I don't actually have to work much in the business. And I just have like some savings and then I can just live off of that savings while I grow the YouTube shit to where I'd like it to be. And then like. Like the sky's the limit at that point. Then you get influencer marketing and like you start working with gigantic brands. You can do whatever. Like you can do whatever, you know, as, as much as I would love a uh, good old communist United States of America. (laughs) um, We do live in, we do live in capitalist city right now. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take advantage of it to a certain extent. And, and the biggest reason is just because not only does money allow you to do whatever in terms of creative projects, it also lets me help people. And like, yeah. until our government wants to help, <laughs> help the help common me. man I, and help me, I'm going to try to use my resources to help the people that need it the most. Right. Um, and so I like, talked to you about, yeah. about that too, where it's like, I get much more of a, of a of a creative oomph and uh, joy out of helping other people more than I do myself a lot of the time, and I've tried yeah. to get back to being a little bit more like let's just be selfish for a while type of energy, just because yeah. there does need to be a balance there. Uh, but no, I I, I feel that a hundred percent where I feel like I I'm at my best shit where I'm helping contribute to a larger project and a larger thing that isn't just about me. Like that's that's like how I'm wired, right? I want to yeah. be like part of a team, part of a, part of a something, right? And I want to be involved in it, clearly, to a big degree, obviously, because I have a lot of opinions and I talk too much. Uh, <laughs> but, but I get a lot of, I get a lot of drive out of, out of helping other people and the achieving that um, for myself and others and shit. It's hugely important, hugely important. And again, that would be a thing where even if I were to stop doing YouTube or 
shit like that, I guarantee you I'd probably be in someone else's kitchen cooking shit for them, right? Yeah. Like working on someone else's big dream YouTube channel and I'm like fucking that uh, <laughs> karate kid Mr. Miyagi type figure. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I did, I did YouTube for 60 years. Let me help somebody else out type shit. I think that's another really cool. Not even for money this. either. It'd just be like, I just want to do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. Like, it, it's a cool, cool thing. Cause even with like the experience that you currently have, like you can use that to help other people. And like, you never know who's going to be big. Right? right. And then you like, if you help them, like they'll use their resources to help you back. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, um. No, I get it. Like, I get it completely. I'm I'm super independent. So, like, while I do want to make a movie, I am... Bro, I don't even know how I'd be able to give so many different things to other people <laughs> to do. Like, I... Yeah. It, it, That'd be fun. It'd hurt my head. That'd uh, be the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to Charlie Kaufman this shit. Bro. Called Zach Delegates His Time, the film. <laughs> Yo, Charlie Kaufman in the building. Hey, let's go. Uh, but it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like super independent and I'm like, I want to make, I want to make my shit. I want to make it happen. Uh, but also important thing about YouTube is you can't do any of this shit yourself. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. Yes. A thousand times. No matter like who says they're like a self-made YouTuber or millionaire or whatever. Like they had some person come in and be, and be a mentor. They had somebody right. network you to with somebody else and give you that connection you're, you're never doing any of this by yourself even on a base technical level like everything i've learned is from youtube videos and other yep. how, how i render <laughs> yeah. what my settings are where i find images like yes i'm the architect putting together but i'm using other people's bricks and foundation 100 percent uh, even if i don't meet them or know them and obviously it's on a bigger level with the with the type of stuff we do and this podcast and lhg and and everything of the sort, um, but yeah, it's a it's a different it's a different mindset to think about for sure about like how you want to help and build other things. I agree, oh. I completely agree. You getting some food? They going to food giant. Uh, I'm not going to food giant. Okay, I'm staying right here. Damn, I don't like grocery shopping. That I don't either. Yeah, nah. Kind of the people thing again. Really coming back. Yeah. To, I, I say I want to help other people, but really, it's all an act. It's all I can't stand. Can't stand them. I want to help people from afar. Yeah, you know. As long as it's not grocery shopping, you know. No, I like going to Walmart and like going through the grocery aisles, grabbing like three things, and then spend the rest of my time in the movie aisle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. Now that that I can get behind a hundred percent. My mom's like, "It uh, took so quick in there," and I'm like, "Yeah, well." I only spent two minutes getting groceries. The other twelve minutes was was looking at movies I wasn't gonna buy. I just uh I just realized um yeah. that we've kind of done this episode before. Have we? Yeah. That's I was looking through uh another YouTube podcast and sure enough, episode forty six, Should You Quit yeah. YouTube popped up on the little Yeah. Page. I Not guess, that, that ch- I guess changes so. what we're doing. But uh, I just thought it was funny, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, we did content creation in 2020 and 2021. We've done. I mean, a- only 17 people listened to that episode, so clearly nobody paid attention the first time. Hey, so. that's right. 
That's what, <laughs> reusing content. That's the true YouTube exit strategy. You just keep recycling content until somebody figures it out. Yeah. And then you uh, recycle other content. We've brought it up in other episodes too. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Either as a joke or or seriously. Yeah. I I am curious. I do want to ask a question of the day. Um, if you are a YouTube creator, which I'm assuming most people that listen to the podcast are, do you have a YouTube exit strategy in mind? Is YouTube the end goal or is something else the end goal? Uh, all that good stuff. I'd I'd love to hear it. Honestly, heck it's yeah. Another, other perspectives in there. Maybe you're further along in this and have a little bit more perspective than we do. Yeah, yeah. Should be nice to hear. I agree. Dope. We do make quitting YouTube jokes all the time. Oh yeah, that, those won't be stopping. Nah, 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 nah. Nah. Maybe next I, episode, um, perhaps. You never know. I'm I'm using this thing called Trello. I've I've uh, I've used it back when I worked in my web development job in college. And then I started using it with um, a couple other guys that I'm working with on some other client projects. And I was like, you know, I got so much on my to-do list these days. Like, it's a great place for me to actually use for my personal stuff. So I've got it on there and uh, set right on the to-do list. Uh, look at that. Quit YouTube. Right there. Wild. And... Right there. Yeah. Anyways, I've been Zach. And I've been Andy. And thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye-bye, everybody.